June 19th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Welcome back to another weekly rundown, Pacerinos. I hope everyone is doing well and enjoying this beautiful summer weather. Now, I know I've been on this little run streak and it ended last week. Well, I haven't been really running the last couple days. We'll get into it in a little bit. But let me tell you, not running and enjoying nice weather, it's this like weird like I don't know I can't figure it out like it's I feel like I should be running I should be up early running and enjoying the weather but at the same time it's really nice to just enjoy this nice weather and not be running but then when I'm sitting there enjoying the nice weather and not running I'm like I should be running so we all know this as runners we just drive ourselves crazy at this time of year if you're kind of injured and you're kind of running and you're kind of not. Anyways, that was a weird little rant to welcome you guys to this episode. Let me put it all that aside and say thanks for joining us. As you guys know, we drop this every Friday at 5 a.m. and we talk about what's hot in the Milwaukee running scene. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Apostoli. Alex Main. What's up, my main man? The main man. Triple triple M. Triple M. M and M and M. Hey, I actually saw you last night. It's gotta catch on, by the way. This is gonna Where'd you see me? You uh, stopped by. So, big announcement. We, at the main household, invested in a patio. And now we have this very nice patio. Apostoli recommended the concrete guy, Saul. So if you're looking for a patio, drop into my DMs. I'll give you his info. It's a great patio. So Apostoli had to stop by to see it last night. So we enjoyed doing... That was like man things, right? Like we looked at the patio and we just both looked at each other and we were like, yeah. That's a nice patio. Mm. That's a nice drink patio. beer. <laughs> definitely, definitely Saul. Better call Saul, as you said. Did a good job. Saul and team had a nice beer. I had a nice sub because you because you messed up uh, the order and you got your vegetarian wife a a turkey sandwich. So thank you I'm, very much for dinner and, and the beer. I appreciate appreciate it. But what's up with your running streak? You're so you. You stop doing it. Uh, well, first, right? I, I enjoy that we just kind of, you throw me under the bus that I'm in the doghouse, but then like skim over mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so like, I feel like, do I tell the story? Do I not? Okay, quick, quickly, 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 quickly. I ordered Christine and I Jimmy John's because we love Jimmy John's. It was my first job in high school. So it's got a special place in my heart. We're like, hey, we got this new patio. Let's celebrate instead of popping champagne. Let's mm-hmm. get Jimmy John's. Well, I order it, and we haven't ordered Jimmy John's in a while, so I don't know where my head was at, but I ordered my vegetarian wife a meat sub. (laughs) When you're hungry, that's not what you do. You don't do that as a husband. I messed up. I'm in the doghouse for it. But Apostoli surprised us. I I showed up. You showed up like as this was going down. I saved your marriage. (laughs) You saved our marriage because you had to keep us together to talk, right? In the case, I should have been in the doghouse. And then you got a free sub, and then we looked at the concrete dry. What a beautiful! It's a win. It's a win for everybody. Triple win. Triple M. Triple, w. triple M. Triple, triple, triple win. Triple M upside down is triple Look W. Look at that! Just so there, it's a, it all connects. Spinning think, it to connect it. It's a conspiracy theories confirmed. Yeah. So, anyways, I do. Was I injured last week? I feel like I'm always injured. 
with this pod. You were, you were, yeah, you did, you did mention your injury, how you couldn't, you had to walk back home. Yeah, yeah, okay, so right, streak ended last week, I walked back home, but Saturday, um, I had a lot of good opportunities <laughs> and ahead of me that I had to run, and I had a bike. So here's how my Saturday went. I met some guys in Whitefish Bay, that's where I live, um, because I'm trying to get involved with the the community here and a little bit more. So these guys invite me to run with them. Now let me know when they say, hey, we're going to have conversational pace. To me, that's like nine minutes, right? We show up and I look at all these dudes and I'm like, none of these guys have ever probably run a nine minute mile in their life because they're all like super fast. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm like slightly injured and I want to not, I have to keep up with these guys. So we decided to do six miles, um, which turned into seven and a half, which turned into an 8.15 overall pace <laughs> and trying to hold conversations. So let me tell you, it was a really good workout. I got to know some awesome people uh, that live by me. And I finally was like pushing myself again because I'm used to just not running fast. So it was great. And then after that, I came home. My wife was like, Alex, go do whatever you want. You deserve it. Just kidding. I had to talk my way into this. I went back to Fond du Lac because in Fond du Lac, every year is walleye weekend, which is like the big fishing tournament in Fond du Lac. They take over Lakeside Park and it's just like this huge three-day event where you eat cheese curds and walk around and have cream puffs and do whatever. Um, but there's the walleye run. Shout out to the Fond du Lac running group who puts that on. But since that was canceled, my buddy who I run with he was like, hey, you should come up and run it. And we were going to bring the girls and the f and Christina, but it just didn't work out. Um, so I went by myself and I ran. We ran a 5K, which was real nice. Got through the park, got a 5K. And so seven and a half miles and then an hour and a half later ran a 5K. And then my dad calls me Friday night and goes, hey, I just got these electric fat bikes. Let's go to the Northern Kettles. I want you to try them out with me. And I'm like, heck yeah, electric fat bikes. That sounds like twice the fun for no work, which is like, yeah, it was true. But then we went out for like a two hour bike ride and I just got absolutely hammered. Like my body, I'm glad we there was the electric part of it or I wouldn't still be able to walk today. So anyways, do that. So that was a full day. So seven and a half miles, then a 5K, and then like a two hour bike ride. So it was great. What if, like, I haven't done that much in a day and who knows how long, maybe if ever. But I shouldn't have done that because I was slightly injured. So I haven't run since Saturday. Hmm. Wow. So that was not a good But let me tell you, it was so much fun. I had a blast. That was Sunday. That was Saturday. It doesn't matter. Saturday. But then. You you haven't run since then. No, did we start train? Did we start training for a marathon, Alex? I'm I'm a little confused. We've been talking about starting to train, and yes, now not, not not you're having to run. This is where we this is where we plug. We are now into our new segment, the Thunderdome Running sponsored segment. Bam 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 bam. Place of music. Yes, we are 16 weeks out from the Lakefront Marathon, which means marathon training for us starts this week or started this week or last week if you're listening to this at a later date and i haven't started training i've been on the sideline you've run more miles during marathon training than i have <laughs> we did not i did not see that coming no okay how how's your training been going so you 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 got your schedule we talked a little bit about it last week 
you just got back from your track workout. Apostoli and I are hanging out on FaceTime, and he, the guy does not have a shirt on. No. Don't tell me that. I got plenty of hair to make it look like. Well, I'm just saying that's how hard you were working. So much sweat. You can't yes, keep your shirt on. So much sweat. Um, so Monday, he had me do like a very nice, easy workout. But man, I, I just for some reason, it felt like I was hitting like a wall hit. Like I, I hit a wall. I could not go as fast as he was asking me. But today, yesterday I did the bike. That's why I came by you because I was I was riding my bike around and that was cross training uh, and today I did my track workout which is not really track I did it on the oak leaf and it was an eight minute four minute two minute uh, hard workout so the eight minutes you I, I did it at a certain pace and then you walk for two minutes and then four minutes you you do it a little bit faster than the first segment and then two minutes walk and then a two minute, uh, run even faster than the one before and then two minute break and repeat the whole thing again so it's not quite a, a it's not quite a track workout first of all let me say that the fact that we have matt from thunderdome running and you got me confused it's running because you said it now I'm, I'm confused it's not racing it's called thunderdome running our good friend matt thal who i've trained with in the past uh, he, I, I love the fact that he set these workouts for me because there's no way I would have gone out for a run today by myself. I knew that we had to record the podcast. I didn't have time and I get home. I was tired. It's hot outside. I probably would have come up with a million excuses, but I looked at that workout and it's like a paragraph long of what I should do. Like, do I have to write this down or do I take this whole sheet with me? And it's amazing that I have to like memorize everything. Um, it helps it helps your brain power just to try to remember everything on the run. We talked about this last week, but man, I mean, I appreciate the fact that Matt's there, uh, keep holding me accountable. He texted me today. He's like, "Hey, how's everything going?" I haven't responded to him. That's not nice. That, that that's not nice. But the guilt of not responding makes me have to go out for a run as well. So I think I think it's I think it works out. Yeah, I actually... No, great great workout. Great workout. Like, completely out of the box. I haven't seen workouts like this anywhere Oh, else. yeah, I was reading through the four-week plan. And the one thing I like is, like, there's no, like, actual track workouts. Also, like, is track... is Are track workouts a thing anymore since, like, none of the tracks are really open? I say that as tracks are starting to open again. So, like, if you listen to this, don't hate on me. A lot of tracks are closed right now. So it's like, is track a thing? I feel like we should call it something else. Because you're not really doing it on the track. Mm-hmm. This is where you use your your good brain and come up with a cool name for it. But you failed, so that's fine. So we'll move on. What's your long run look like this weekend? Six miles, not much. Yeah. Well, it's I'm it's, gonna, I, what I'm really. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. My first week is 15 miles total. Mm-hmm. My my fourth week is like 34. <laughs> Yeah. Well, th- this yeah. is what I'm interested in because, like, you, 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 this is literally like, though you've run marathons before, this is like couch to marathon for you because you haven't been Almost, running. Um, I haven't been running. I've gained about um, well, you, 12 pounds, you, 12 pounds since. Oh, we should do it before and after. <laughs> Maria, Maria, my fiance, found all her uh, baking talents. 
during this quarantine. Oh, I thought she's an amazing, amazing baker. Wait, wait, wait. And she bakes for me. I thought but, she, yeah. you were gonna say Maria found all her baking utensils inside your like stomach because your gut was so big. It was just like hiding under like your belly. I ate it all. No, you know how you, you know how you got the batter on on the things and you start licking <laughs> yeah. it. It just got a, got a little carried away, maybe. Yeah, Dude, I was Maria's. You guys dropped off some goodies for us, and they don't last. Sweets don't last in our household. Like you buy something and it's gone before nightfall. Uh, so we appreciated it, but and we appreciate the cookies. What, but anyway, what I'm interested in, is, what I'm interested in is like you're right. You're gonna go from like 15 to something to 30 to 40, and then like be up there. And mm-hmm. I always like to say, for how quick running can get away from you, it just as quickly comes back. So I'm excited to see you get like back in like five weeks from now when you're like, hey, I just did the same workout, but instead of 820s, I was doing like 730s. Uh, it's going to be cool to see. I love it. I always really adore looking at my looking at my records and just comparing it to my old. So it just gives such a, such a vast satisfaction. Even right now, I hated the workout today because it was hot and humid and I kind of sucked at it. I hit the goals. I hit my goals, but I felt very heavy. Uh, but now that I came back, my, my calves hurt immensely. But I keep thinking, why the hell did I stop running? This is such an amazing feeling. You know that feeling, right? Of like having when you hurt. It hurts that so good. Hurt. good. It hurts it's so good. It hurts so good. It hurts, it hurts so good. It hurts so I just know good. my I just know tomorrow my my whole attitude is going to be better because I did this workout today. Yeah, that's true. Thanks thanks to Matt Thaw. Sponsor Matt. If you Sponsor. if you want a custom training plan and someone to help you run for your next race whether it's a mile, 5k, half marathon, marathon, even ultra, head over to thunderdomerunning.com. And our boy, Matt Thal, who is training us, will help you create a custom plan. That was a good one. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm proud of myself for that. Thanks, everyone, for you listening know, to that. M- Maria signed up, by the way. She, we, we, oh, nice. We got, our, the first refer- we got the first referral through the podcast, I think. Hashtag affiliate marketing. Yep. If you want affiliate marketing on this podcast for your brand, you can email me at creamcitypacers at gmail.com. <laughs> okay anyways i think training is going to be a lot of fun i'm excited my my calf is feeling better that i'm pretty sure it was just like a really deep knot like balled up cramp that's been slowly loosening up um i'm going to test it out this weekend i'm going to get back and hopefully by next monday i am back training for lakefront but um we have so this episode you're like why was it so long we're gonna play something in a second but what i want to talk about is we are finally have our details locked in for our virtual race that we've been talking about the past few weeks. So starting Monday, as of today, it's registration is opening up on Monday. That might change. Don't hold me to it. There's some very minor details that need to be worked out that are out of our control. But it is called the MKE Run for Justice Virtual Walk Run. We at Cream City Pacers are teaming up with Fear MKE. If you don't know Fear, go check them out on Instagram or Facebook or go listen to episode three of the Cream City Pacers when we talked to Tania Fisher about Fear MKE and what they're doing in Milwaukee, getting more people of color to run. Incredible people, incredible group. I love everyone to death over there. And where, so 
Cream City Pacers and Fear, we're collaborating to raise funds that bring awareness in the fight against racial and social injustice with this MKE Run for Justice virtual 8.46K. All the proceeds from this virtual run walk will be donated to the local organization Urban Underground. So 100% of our proceeds are going. We have... um, we have our designer is a black owned business. Our printer is a black owned business. So all money is going right back to our community. We're super stoked for this. We've been working on this. I've been talking about this for weeks now. So registrations open will be open Monday. If it's not Tuesday, so hold mm-hmm. on tight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> head over to our website. Uh, we'll have a link there. We'll have a link on our social pages. Or if you follow Fear, they'll have links on their pages. It's $20 to register. Uh, what you're going to get is you're going to get a T-shirt from that. And then you can uh, run the race virtually and post your results back on the race sign-up page so you can see how everyone else did. And then also we're encouraging you to donate on top of the $20 race entry. If you can, I know times are hard for a lot of people, but if you can donate more, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, Like I said, all proceeds are going right back to Urban Underground in Milwaukee. And they're a really cool organization. If you're not familiar with them, um, they're part of the Youth Justice MKE. And their mission at Urban Underground is to promote the next generation of leaders committed to building safe and sustainable communities uh, through their mission through youth-led social justice campaigns uh, in the areas of health, education, public safety, and juvenile justice reform. So they're doing a lot. It's encouraging, you know, it's a lot <clears throat> encouraging um, kids between the ages of 13 and 18, so that high school age, uh, to really get involved in their neighborhood, whether it's some, a topic that's you know, they're, they want to represent or just kind of learn how they can give back. This all goes and helps them. So we're super excited for this. Please run the race. And the t-shirts are going to be awesome as well. It's going to be the logo. So you'll be able to see it when you're, when you register. So we'll have more details. We'll probably release an episode next week with that. All right. Thank you. Now on to the rest of this episode. So a few weeks back, the Wisconsin Podcast Association, which is based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, did a potathon, which is pretty fun. So they did uh, Saturday and Sunday. They basically did um, a potathon. So they had a podcast every half hour from like 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., two days in a row. And then they live streamed it on their social channels. And all money went back to families in Wisconsin. Um, kind of to help feed them. So families who needed support during these times during COVID. So that was really fun. So we had the opportunity to go on, I think it was Saturday at 2 p.m. to talk. And we brought on our favorite reoccurring guest, guest number one of the show, Patrick Beezer, president of uh, the Milwaukee Running Group, or as we like to refer to it, OMG. Highest listened podcast episode. Yeah. So before you jump in, I don't, the audio, I haven't listened to the full thing, but uh, they had some technical difficulties. So we started a little bit late. Uh, So that means like our show kind of ended. There was like an abrupt ending to it. And all of which Abasoli will probably edit. But I also had mic issues. So I think Abasoli and Patrick were talking and then I jumped in and was like, hey, good to see you guys. So have fun. Enjoy it. I mean, Abasoli, what do you have to say? How about the abrupt, the abrupt ending? I don't even should we, re- come, should we what? Well, there the was 
it didn't end. It's just they just caught us off. Because yeah, because we... you only get so much time, and since ours like started late, we only get like twenty five minutes. I thought maybe we could extend it, but they just like you know they had to cut us off for the next one. It's a potathon, and they had a bunch of shows. They can't get behind. So when you listen to it, when it ends, you're gonna know because the episode is gonna end. Obviously, I don't even think we should have any outro or any music. Just have it end right there, and just that's it. <laughs> I think that'll be good. Have have everybody think if they had... Yeah, by the way, there's nothing wrong with your connection. Don't check your... Nobody's about to call you. Uh, Episode's over. Episode is over. Over. So this will be... This will be... We're like 20 minutes in right now. That's like a 20-minute conversation. This will be a good, long... Hey, enjoy this long weekly rundown. Can I give a shout-out? To who? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Before. Just me running today... It was nighttime almost, and and it's hot and humid. Uh, it made me think of the storming storming the Bastille, oh. which is oh. yeah, one of my favorite runs. It's one of my favorite runs. It's a great and it's a great tradition here in Milwaukee. Quiz quiz uh, question before you jump in: Who? Yeah. What guest? That was his first race and got him to start running. Ah, I will say, and I will say it was, of course, it's our good friend, Manuel Merkt. Yes. And, yes. And actually, he just texted me today and he said that he's on a big streak. I think he said it was 30 days and he doesn't know oh. if he, he should he should continue. He said, yeah, 30 day streak, three and a half miles minimum. Wow. And he doesn't know if he should take a break. And I told him, listen to your body. But I know he's a big uh, achiever, and he probably will not listen to me or his body. He'll continue to a, a great number of. How about this? How about days. this? If he had a coach like Matt Thull, he could ask coach, um, and coach could give him the information he needed. It all comes together, doesn't it? <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, so, yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to. I wanted to go give a shout out to, to the Bastille Run. Uh, it, it's it's a tough time for them and. Well, the race for a lot is of canceled. these races, the race is the canceled. Race is it's virtual. Uh, virtu- well, it's not canceled, right? It's virtual, um, but you know they rely on I mean, basically this East Town Association. All they do is all year round, basically get ready for this big thing called Bastille Days, and it's a big event here in Milwaukee. And you know, I I don't know, you, you know, do they? Are they prepared financially to to get that uh, to get that hit? I don't know, but but I want to just give a shout out because I think they do a great job with that event and it's a big tradition. Yeah, I, I w- uh, and if you are able to, I think you should definitely sign up for that race virtually. Go run the original route. We'll do it together. Yeah. Let us know if you're going out. We'll our, do we'll do it with you. Our but, friend, uh, our friend Emily yeah. over there, Lauren, at East Town. Um, oh, you have, is there an Emily too? I'm, I'm not sure. But yeah. Lauren, Lauren is a very good friend. She's a great friend of Mimosa too. Amazing, her and her family. And just, I know how much dedication and passion they put into putting together all of the events. Even the event that you were on as a, as the Cream City Pacers host, you were, you were on a panel, discussion panel for that podcast. And 
just I love the way they put it together. Yeah, well, yeah. that's where they, I saw. They, they, I, I met Emily. I met Emily. You know Lauren. They work together uh, at East. So Island. there is an Emily. You're not messing yeah. up the name. No, 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 okay. no. Yeah, you had like me nervous. I'm like, I don't usually do so. If I'm gonna say it, it's gonna be right. No, yeah. So okay. Emily, but em- Emily's great. You know, she actually recommended a couple good guests for the show. Which Emily, I'm sorry that I haven't brought them on the show yet, but they we will. But yeah, no. E- Groups like the Easttown Association, Downtown Bid, right? They rely on these types of races to help fund them so they can give back to, as in the area, the east part of downtown for for multiple different things. So, you know, this is one of my favorite races, one of your favorite races, one of Manuel's favorite races. And I think this is a good time for you to be able to support them. The shirts are pretty cool. I'm excited to get mine, I know. And then... Um, go run at night, like switch it up. You know, I think a lot of us are cooped up or are finding this new normal and maybe not doing so many adventurous things anymore. Uh, I know that's kind of how we are, you know, we're at home a lot, so you can go run it at night, experience it. Um, so yeah, cool. East town association, shout out to you guys. Bastille days, storm the Bastille. Remember when we ran it a few years ago yes. and that was the last time we ran it together and you i don't know if you were hungry or if i was hungry and i didn't have i don't know if we didn't have our credit cards but i remember you going to the you because um saz's was there and you know anyone uh, who knows saz's yes. knows the sample platter and you bought like four sample platters and we just sat under the eiffel tower and just pigged out like we tripled yeah. the amount of calories we the, ate then we burned so like it didn't even matter that we ran it didn't matter it did not matter well by the way here's another Here's another thing. Uh, I know there's people out there, and you know, you know who you are. You've run the Bastille without paying for it. Be honest. You're not the only one. But if you, you have run the Bastille without paying for it, it's about time you pay for it now. So just go and sign up, and don't run it. Don't even run it. Just, just clean, cleanse your soul for not having oh. paid back then. I think it's important for your psychological happiness. That you that you pay for the Bastille run right now. So that's a there's good two point. races. That's a that's Don't two races. You're two. getting at me because I know I've run that with not paying. Nothing against you, East Town. Well, that year, you know why I had so much money to buy four platters. <laughs> now you know. Now, <laughs> now you know. You know now you know. know. <laughs> so let's sign up for the race. All right. Let's sign all up right. for the race. All, all right. right. This is going to be a good episode. This will be like an hour, so you can listen into two chunks. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to end this after I do my always the classic sign off, and then we're going to go into our interview with Patrick. So until next Friday, keep on running. Yes, I am here. Can you hear me? I can hear up fully. Okay. We'll sure leave you guys. We'll can... leave you guys to it. There we go. Oh, hello. Alex. Thanks for having us on, guys. All right, you guys can go ahead. Yep. And now, now it looks like they got the three of us, but um, <laughs> we have Alex is getting on. Now we've lost. I can see Alex. And once we, and listen, once Alex connects, uh, then the kids are gonna start screaming in the background. So that's that's how it typically goes. <laughs> What's up, Alex? Alex, I can see you. We can see you, but I can't hear you. I got no. Cannot hear you. Can you so see we'll, we'll actually start. We'll, we'll start until Alex goes. So Patrick, yes. welcome to the Cream City Pacers live episode. Thank for, you. Well, you've been on this podcast how many times? You're, you're the first ever, the first ever guest that we had, and you a longtime friend of both of ours, and you're the reason why Alex and I met. So yeah. the, the, I, when they said, "Who are you going to invite to the show?" 
I think uh, it's pretty obvious. It's gonna, it's probably going to be you. <laughs> yeah, so well, thank you very much. I, I'm very honored. I think if oh, this is my... Look at that. I'm in. There we go. I love right. podcast and I can't figure out my computer. Hey, guys. All right. Give me, give me your your technical errors gave me the chance to shine over you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so, Patrick, I'm sorry, you were about to say something. No, I was just going to say it's uh, it's an honor uh, to be uh, invited to uh, be a. I think you're the most frequent guest now. I think is number three. So this you are our most frequent guest, guest. Yeah. and our hey, most listened guest. Absolutely. Can you take a seat at one point? That would be cool. There we go. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to go close to my network. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, you, hey, okay. did you introduce the show? Did you introduce the show? He did. He introduced okay, so, and then, uh, but it's your job to introduce the show, so take it away. Well, hey, guys. We are the Cream City Pacers. I am one of your hosts, Alex Main, and Apostoli is your other co-host. Um, we are a running podcast focused right here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We focus on the running scene, what's happening with races, what's happening with individuals, not only what they're doing with their running life, but what they're doing to push our city forward. We call those city, we call those people the Pacers. And Patrick is our dear guest today and our most frequent guest. This is his third appearance on the podcast. Um, and he is what we consider a Pacer. Patrick, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Alex. Uh, good to see you. And uh, good to see Apostoli, or at least there and <laughs> a, couple, oh, a couple more things. So a little bit about our show. We do interviews with guests in Milwaukee, like Patrick. And, and Apostoli and I also do a weekly rundown. So every Friday at 5 a.m., we get on the, pod, on the pod and we talk about what's going on in Milwaukee with running. We talk about ourselves. It's just a time for us to kind of reflect as I like to call on a real-time stream, which we're on a real-time stream, talking about real-time streams. That's some Inception crazy right. stuff. Anyways, also one more thing before we jump in. I work at GGMM, and we're a sponsor of the Podathon, and we want to say thank you all for listening to this and donating. And this, All the money is going towards a great cause, and we are excited to be a part of it, and I'm excited that I can bring my podcast onto the show. And with that, I'd like to plug GGMM. We are a full-service marketing agency located right here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and right now what we're doing is we uh, do podcasting for businesses, so we'll help your business set up a podcast. And we are running uh, a podcast for Masterclass <laughs> webinar this Thursday. So if you want more details to sign up for that, head over to podcast.ggmm.io and you can sign up. It's a $25 investment and all money will be donated back to local uh, groups and organizations in Milwaukee. So go over to podcast.ggmm.io and sign up for that today. All right. I got some sponsorships out of the way. Now let's talk running in Milwaukee. How are you guys doing today? I haven't seen your faces in a while. I miss you guys. It's been been uh, a couple weeks or a week or so, <clears throat> back and forth. Uh, yeah, got, got, got out for a run this morning. Did um, did eight miles. I'm, I'm scouting on a new route for uh, OMG. So OMG is the, as you know, the Milwaukee, um, the Milwaukee Running Group. Some of your listeners might not know uh, much about um, uh, what the Milwaukee Running Group OMG is. But the uh, we uh, have been in shutdown for the last two months. I think we shut down on March. 17th, just day after, um, uh, right around uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, we uh, had to stop going. And so the various members are kind of clamoring to get running again. So this morning I was trying to ponder how we could uh, restart the group runs because, uh, as you know, we have uh, 14 runs per week 
uh, that have, we're not doing any of them. Um, and uh, our big run was always Saturday morning where there'd be 70 to 100 people would show up at Collectivo at the lakefront. And um, so there were, there were five or six people down there this morning that are kind of um, uh, surreptitious, uh, um, putting a run together kind of on the fly and um, un <clears throat> unauthorized. Uh, OMG run, but there were some OMG members on. So we, um, me and another member, just the two of us, went up and we ran north through the streets of, of uh, Shorewood, Milwaukee, and um, up into Whitefish Bay and back. And we thought that might be a safe route to be able to be have a socially distanced group run uh, along the way. And this, uh, we ran eight miles and uh, we had, um, I, saw, I think we saw two cars the whole time. So it was not um, much traffic and we ran down the middle of the street. Or kind of towards the side, but there, you know, there was nobody, there was no traffic, so there wasn't any issue. And I, I know it's an interesting thing. I don't know what what are you guys uh, hearing about uh, the the various. I know group runs haven't been happening much in the last couple of months. No, they haven't. And you know, OMB, the Milwaukee Running Group. You guys should go check them out on Facebook. Is where Apostoli and I first started running, which is only about five years ago. So if you're listening to this and you're not a runner. Anyone can do it. If I figured out that I could run and now I consider myself a runner, you can do it too. And, Absolutely. you know, the yep. group, is, it's where we met. It's where I met some of my best friends to date. And thank you, Patrick, for leading that. Um, but like you said, two months ago, um, kind of the state going down in lockdown mode, the group has not been able to do anything. Right. And look, like me personally, my wife and our daughters, we get off the Oak Leaf Trail in general because everyone's going there now. Since everyone's working from home and everyone needs to get outside, everyone goes to the trail. And that's where we usually always do our runs, right? So we've been running in the streets. I haven't been on the Oak Leaf Trail in like two months. And yeah. we just run the streets. And people are like, we shouldn't be running in the streets. And you're like, yeah, but no one's driving. No one's right. in the street. It's right. twice as wide as the trail. So you can run peacefully. Yeah. Three times and it's a great alternative. Yeah, I, so I like your idea. I like your idea. Yeah, if people say running is too, I think it's a good point to emphasize that it's, it sounds dangerous, and it, it's just not. There's just there's no traffic. You, we saw we ran for an hour and forty minutes, and we saw two cars, two cars coming down the street. And you just uh, you could see them coming. You just get out of the way, and then they pass, and then you're back and going. So it was five seconds of interruption and no no distraction to the drivers, or in fact, one of them waved. Um, yeah, it's great. It, yeah, it's, um, so, so it's, it's very great. Good. I'd ask Apostoli how his run was, but um, there's this running uh, joke on their show that Apostoli is a co-host on a running podcast. And has a listen, listen, if you saw me how I was running today, first of all, as I like to say on Saturday and Sundays, I do run, I run a restaurant. And uh, today it involved a lot of running, actual running, uh, because there's a lot of new variables and everything. So that's how my run went. But Patrick, I will say uh, I can't wait for you to bring it, bring back the group running because uh, I know how big of an importance it, it plays on a lot of people. I know that when I don't run with somebody else, I have less of an inclination to go out. Like it's hard for myself to push myself out to go. The social aspect definitely helps, and even the other you know few weeks ago, maybe three four weeks ago, I was with my fiance Maria. And, you were we happened to bump into you yeah I you, the euphoria that you feel after meeting a friend and uh, talking especially you you're a very good talker yeah. and we'll let you do that in a little bit um but uh it, it definitely adds such an it, it's an added bonus and it's like gamifying your running almost it's like it adding is. like little things that will get you it, out the door. it has another dimension and I, I think you guys have talked about it on your pod and been very eloquent about uh the the extra connection that you feel 
the motivation that it adds to the run, uh, the incentive to go and show up when you might not because there's an accountability uh, that you engender with other people. Uh, there's a it's tiny competitive nature of, hey, I can run a little faster and, and if I do, maybe I can, I can keep up with some of these other people I'd like to hang with. Um, or uh, even on, on other days, I can slow down and I can socialize with other people. So um, people consider, they say that I'm an extrovert, but I think I have a balance of introvert, extrovert. And, and there's, a, there's a, a time where it's nice to be alone. Uh, and uh, there's the moments, even on a long run, when you're with a group of people and you're running with three or four people, two people are talking and that's all I can talk at the same time. You get a chance to kind of listen and, uh, and connect and hear what other people are thinking. And, and um, it, it broadens your mind and, and uh, gives you new perspectives that you didn't have before. And there's no better way to make friends than to spend an hour hanging out with them and having, um, having just great conversations. It, there's no other venue like this. Well, having a beer, this can be the same thing, but then. Oh, which, is a, which is a big part of the running group. Uh, not only do we run, but there's a lot of beer afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And yes. sometimes during, yeah. and sometimes oh, during, once a year at the beer mile. But yeah. I, what you were saying, What's with the... <laughs> Hold Sorry. on, I, one more thing, and then let, let, let's talk beer mile and how the group's coming back together. Just going off of what you were saying with running, like when you're running with people, like you have nothing else to do but talk. Right. And it's a great way to meet people and learn about people, especially you know, running such an individual thing. That's what people about when they're not runners. But it is such a community of people. And when you're going out and running with your friends, running with new people, you get to learn so much about people. Like you get to a run and what you need to worry about is someone who is your pace, right? So. That, that, that's the only thing you have in common when you first meet and then you get to learn like hey the person you're running with is a math teacher and you're an architect like those different worlds yeah. like you're coming together because of running so it's a real cool way to learn about other people in your community and that's yeah. one of the reasons we started this podcast is I was meeting so many people and you're like whoa there is an insane amount of people who are doing awesome stuff in our community and that are runners and it's like we can bring out we can bring that out through running and I think that's incredible and your group is helping do that. Now to the real important question for listeners that don't know, there's this thing called the beer mile. And what you yeah. do is you run a mile uh, on a standardized track, like a high school track. And every lap you have to stop and drink a one 12 ounce bottle or can of beer. So yeah. when you're done racing, you have drank four beers and run one mile. Yeah. Yeah. No, no shotgunning. And if you, if you happen to empty your stomach of the beer mid route, you have to take a penalty, a penalty lap, uh, which is uh, it occasionally occurs. So it's really a matter of balancing. Oh my God. You have to, you have to balance. But well, they said this is a family show, so we couldn't say. You know, I didn't want to be graphic. Um, we, we, um, we. You have to balance speed with uh, volume containment with fluid retention, and so it's a balancing act. It brings a new dimension to running is to have a good strategy to be able to hold hold your beer while running about as fast as you can, but a little less than you ought to. Um, and so, uh, I don't know, you've done it too, uh, Apostol, you've done the beer mile two, three times now? I don't know how you keep track. Yes, it is exactly right, two yeah. or three, yes. So Patrick, that brings up a good question. The beer mile is one of OMG's bigger in the summer and it's, yeah. it's usually in August, but you know, yeah. everything's uncertain about what's happening. So what, what yeah. are kind of like your thoughts trying to get now that the city of Milwaukee has restrictions lifted 
infrequent and, you know, groups can start forming again. Gym, gyms are starting to open. What are yeah. some of your thoughts on getting the group back together? And I know everyone has a different opinion and thought on how to do it, but what they are do. some of your thoughts? Yeah, we have a good, uh, we have a collection of opinions. And as, as one of the leaders of the group, I have the responsibility to kind of weigh everybody and try to come to some wise decision. But I think we're going to slowly reopen. That's going to be a, a kind of an announcement for today. We've had some discussions online. Um, I think we have smaller runs that occur in the morning uh, that are attended by eight to 10 people. They're 5.30 in the morning and they're all over the city. Those probably would be safe. The city of Milwaukee restrictions say that groups up to 250 people can gather, uh, but not, not larger than that. And then most of the other restrictions that they've gone in their phase three approach apply to restaurants and what the rules and regs are for daycare centers and restaurants and gyms and clubs and other venues. But the outdoor spaces seem to be okay. And I'll tell you that in, in uh, unofficially, Milwaukee seems to have reopened um, all by itself. If you ran by the lakefront, I don't know if you've been down by Bradford Beach or just the, you know, in the, the Veterans Park or the Oakley Trail, certainly on the east side of Milwaukee, there are throngs of people hanging out down there. And, um, I, and is, is some of them are wearing masks. The people on the beach certainly are not. And uh, just as kind of an aside, I know there's, there's rallies and marches going around the city all, all day and, and everything else, not to get uh, political here, but uh, there, those, at those marches, there's tens of thousands of people gathering and um, many of them are wearing masks. And I think that if, if we kind of adopt what society has accepted as a, a acceptable risk factor that if we take precautions to socially distance to uh, not touch to wear masks if we're kind of sitting together afterwards or before uh, that I think we can reasonably have an acceptable risk of this is going to be okay when we're running the group spreads out even if there's a hundred people that take off on a group run with us together that very very quickly spreads out over a, a quarter mile to a half a mile based on pace and distance and just the natural um, uh, uh, dispersion of, the, of all the different types of runners that we have. And so I think that's pretty darn safe while you're running. So it's before and after are the, the two challenging points. Yeah, you bring up a good, a good point about large groups gathering. So for most of you probably are runners or don't know the show, but for those of you who go to Colectivo on the lake every Saturday in the morning and there's like 100 people who are about to take off for a run, that's Patrick and that's us. So maybe that's a good way to show if you guys have seen us before. But yeah, the running isn't the issue, like you said. It's the gathering, right? It's yeah. it's and that's yeah. like the deal with the races too, is you can have the race and everyone can spread out during the race and you can figure out how to hand out water safely, but it's like the start of the race and the end of the race, because that's where everyone's gathering before and after. Right. So right. There, and I think all there the are a lot of Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I like, wasn't going to say. Lakefront Marathon is going to have the same challenge, and um, uh, the Fall 50 up in Door County at the big race that's here in Wisconsin is going to have somewhat of a challenge in uh, being able to put those together because it's the before and after parts of that whole thing. But I, I think as we yeah. come into the fall time, um, hopefully testing has increased. Um, uh, I personally haven't been tested yet uh, for COVID-19, but um, I'm planning on doing that in the next week or two. Uh, and hopefully by maybe by August or July or August, we have some of the antibody testing and we'd be able to, um, I think that's gonna go a long way to helping people feel safer. Uh, because, you know, only only uh, five, six percent of the population is infected and not to diminish this, this is a very dangerous disease. Uh, but mm -hmm. you have a 95 percent chance that the person you meet is not infected. 
And that's something that when we calculate the risks here, you say, and again, I'm not diminishing the seriousness of the disease and, and the dangers that it plugs, but, but you still have a fairly, and if we have more testing and we can identify and people can self-isolate, I think there's ways that we can be safe. Um, and if we did this every year for the flu season, if we were just the social distance and wear masks, I think the flu would be cut in half. Um, and so hopefully, uh, Hey, I never thought about that, that, but that's true. Hey, so, uh, we got a couple of minutes here. So before we wrap up, uh, yep. the Lakefront marathon is like the next is Milwaukee's big race in the fall for runners. It's a marathon. It's in October, uh, first week in October. And Apostoli and I have decided we're running and yeah. we're going to do a 16 week plan, which starts in next uh, two weeks. Okay. So are you running, Patrick? Are you going to train and run like from marathon? I, uh, I'm going to equivocate and say maybe. Um, I'm being lobbied hard by a number of elements uh, that I should do this. Uh, and, um, you, and I've been putting in 50, 60 mile weeks. So, and they've been going you're good. You're ready. Yeah. You're ready. Apostoli, how are you feeling about our training coming up? Uh, very good. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited about the course of everything.